Hello and welcome back to episode four of the O Word podcast, where we start with a word and end with a story. I'm your guest, Omar Ledesma, and I'm joined here with... Well, first of all, you're the host, and I'm the co-host. We're co-hosts. We're co-hosts you together. You But yeah, my name is Johnny Ha, and happy National uh, Paranormal Day. Hmm, spooky. Yeah, so it's a spooky day. Go out to your local cemetery and celebrate National Paranormal Day. Have you ever had an experience, a paranormal experience? Uh, no, but I always think that I'm having a paranormal experience when I... Well, you own two cats, so that's really yeah. what it is. Oh, last night, actually, um, well, it was towards the morning. We have a cat outside, and we're on the third floor. I've seen it. Yes, I've seen him. Yeah, we just have a cat that crawls around on the third floor, and he's tried to fight our cat, because our cat was sitting at the window. Through the window? Through the window. So he was, like, scratching up the mosquito uh paper what do you call it mosquito net mosquito net the screen the screen yeah the outside guy scratching the screen and going yeah my dog this week he ate up uh my graduation cords the ones i got for my uh many honors uh (laughs) and i remember i was like bino I know it was you, and he just puts his head down. Like it's not the ghost. It's, that's, that's we don't short, have a mouse. I know for, it's you. That's short for Gambino, not uh, anything Be- bad. Is Bino derogatory term for something? It's close. Beaner. I can say that though. Yeah, I can't. That's my <laughs> so I won't say it. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. So uh, as Omar said, we use a random word generator. Then we find a word. Then we go our separate ways to find an article. And uh, we talk about it. Yeah, this week you texted me and you're like, this time I'm going to find the word. So a part of me was like, okay, that's fine. And the other part of me was like, he definitely just looked up. Like he already knows the story he wants to do. And he's like, I'll just do a word. But I know that's not true because you're like, hey, can I come over? I was like, yeah, the report's done. And you're like, okay, I just need to finish mine or yeah, start mine. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I found my article. I just didn't. Uh, do it. Anyway, uh, that's, that's past us. We have what we need. So we have an article. Okay, so uh, as usual, I'm going to start. Okay. Is still cool with you, Omar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me the title. Okay, so, well, first, first, our word this week was minute. Yes. M-I-N-U-T-E. Minute. Or minute. I guess you could have done minute. I didn't think of that. Well. I kept saying it, but I'm like, no, that's spelled different. That's spelled like miniature. Yeah, next time we'll do that. We'll, like, if it comes up, it. we'll think of words for my name. Yeah, because I went with the time minute. Same, kind of. Okay. I went for the word minute. Okay, so one of the first... So I was looking it up, and like Minute Maid came up. I was like, okay, Minute Maid, I'm going to see what happens The park or the juice or both? Well, the the juice, okay. which I guess like bought and or sponsored the park. Well, it's like, yeah, Mercedes Dome. Super, yeah, a super yeah. So it's like Minute Maid Park. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I did that, and I was like, I still remember the Florida Man meme where people like look at Florida Man, followed and, by your birthday or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did that, and I got the article uh, that says, "Deputies: colon, Florida Man disfigured in fight over Minute Maid punch." So that's that's crazy that that's such a sure way. Like I bet you if we did limp. Florida man, a oh, story would have came up if we would have done. Uh, what were our other words? Uh, I don't know. Our listeners should know because they listen to. Every but it's crazy because we're only like five episodes in and we can't think of anything. Four episodes in. Oh my god, I'm losing. Elbow, elbow. Oh, Florida dude, you've, man, elbow. you've got some Florida man elbow fights or something. Oh yeah. 
anyway, uh, yeah, so I did that, and, and, well, this was written in January 25th, 2017, mm-hmm. so this happened in January 24th. A Florida man in St. John's County, Florida, is in jail after allegedly stabbing another man in the face during a fight over a minute made fruit punch box, said the authorities. <laughs> so um, not even the, like, gallon, it's a pint. No, like not even a pint. It's a box, like those small boxes. Oh, which is like the juice box with the straw. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a cup. That might be like just about a cup. But uh, anyway, Tavage Tobler, what is his name? Uh, he was only eighteen, and it was like in the early morning hours of the twenty fourth of January. He got in a fight over juice. Um. So the the cops found him. Well, they found the knife, and the knife had blood on it. Did they find a stabbed victim? I don't know. They don't talk about that at all. Okay. So, like, that was... And he got charged with aggravated battery, but... uh, So, he got the juice. Yeah. I'm asking the questions that matter here, like... Yeah, sure, you could say that. Um, But that's the whole article. What? (laughs) So, that's that's the whole article, but I thought it was real interesting, so, like, I decided to share that. Um... But from there, I thought, it's like, what do I do now? Yeah, that's so, how I'm feeling. <laughs> so, so I looked up Minute Maid juice and uh, found an article that says arsenic and lead are in your fruit juice. Minute Maid is killing everyone. What you need to know. People are dying from this stuff. And then we're going to learn that the juice boxes are the worst ones, too. Versus the other ones. But, uh, yeah, so my real article is arsenic and lead are in your fruit juice, what you need to know. Not as fun as stabbing in the face over juice. Uh, they're both equally not fun. But, yeah, more people are dying over juice, I guess. Juice is a killer, dude. Juice is a killer. All right, so this uh, article was written by Consumer Reports. And Consumer Reports is an independent nonprofit member organization that works side by side with consumers for truth, transparency, and fairness in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I know Consumer Reports. Yeah, that's true. They're the one when the you website. go to Walmart and they have pictures of different products and they're like, "Hey, don't buy this for your baby because it'll strangle them to death." And you're like, "Oh, okay." Um, I don't, I can't say I ever saw that. You've never? Oh, well, you don't go to customer service, I guess. I also, don't have a baby. I guess. Do I have a child? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, yeah, they, they just said they found concerning levels of heavy metals in almost... <laughs> concerning levels of heavy metals. Yeah, in almost half of the tested juices. Half. That's a lot. They tested, like, 45. And uh, so they tested, like, apple juice, grape juice, pear juice, and fruit blend juices. How many albums do you think is a concerning level of heavy metal? How many albums? Yeah, like three Metallica albums would be a concerning level. Yeah, this, All right. Yeah, cool. Out. So, uh, already going downhill. All right, so Omar's gone. Now it's just me. Let's talk about juice. And the ghost of Omar, because it's Paranormal Day. Oh, it's the, oh true. Yeah. Happy Paranormal Day, Omar. Um, so, basically, they start by saying, like, juice, like, people already know juice isn't that healthy. Because it has a lot of sugar and calories. You knew that, right? <laughs> I need to make some changes to my diet stat. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of like yogurt. Like, you know how yogurt's supposed to be good for you, but they just have, like, a lot of sugar in it, That's so it makes good, the fat? Dude. When I go shopping, I spend half the money. Like, grocery shopping, I mm. spend half of it on juice. Really? 
I need the Hawaiian punch juice. I need the Minute Maid juice. I need me some uh, Tropicana juice. Damn, you gotta find out how it's messing you up. But uh, yeah, so like sugar and calories, like whatever. Like most people know that. Uh, but apparently they also have harmful levels of arsenic, cadmium, and lead. I've heard of two of the three. Uh, I've heard of cadmium. I'm assuming you've never heard of cadmium. But uh, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't sound too good. It's a heavy metal, they say. Yeah. But they, they I'm going to go into like how it can be bad for you. Okay. All right. So um, like I said, out of those 45 juices, heavy metals were found in almost half of them. And according to um, the Consumer Reports Chief Sci- Scientific Officer, about half a cup, like a day, is enough to uh, raise concern. And uh, half a cup of juice. Yeah, and it, so this is talking more about kids, and like we'll talk more about that too. So okay. it's it's worse for kids, which are probably the main juice drinkers in the household. If I had to guess. Yeah, unless they're my kid. Yeah, then you drink juice. I like never drink juice. But that's a good thing because... I don't know. I always thought it was a healthy alternative to carbonated drinks. But apparently water is the only thing we're allowed to drink on this right. we, godforsaken planet. I'm sure it is healthier than Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. But yeah, water is probably the way to go. But then water's not good for you either because sometimes... Because you live in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Omar. A little blow. You can't even say too soon because it's been like three years. And it's still not fixed. So... Oh. Never too soon to fix that problem. Okay, so uh, juice is so. Let's see. Let me, let me gather my thoughts here. I'm kind of confused about what gather I wrote. Gather my thoughts. You're reading off a a word document. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused by uh, what I, what I wrote. Uh, anyway, they say um, so. A lot of uh, children drink the juice, like we kind of guessed. And juice is given to kids at age three and under um, by about eighty percent of like the, the people that they interviewed or surveyed and they surveyed like three thousand and two people and out of 74 percent of those parents that gave the juice like at least or like gave them juice like sometimes Mm -hmm. they would give it to them once a day or more that's more than half a cup yeah well yeah over time yeah what if it's just like a syringe full of juice like that's it one sip that's all you get (laughs) like my hand just lick my hand. hand. <laughs> Ew. Uh, just dip your finger in it real quick. But yeah, um, and apparently those heavy metals are most dangerous to younger kids because they're so developing. So, uh, like, Man, why are you doing that? that's why I hate babies. Don't we just talk about... Now juice can kill them. Anything. Anything any, kills babies. That's what I'm talking about. poisonous. Uh, but, like, long-term um, exposure to these heavy metals uh, include risks of lowered IQ... So your baby's going to be dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, behavioral problems as, such as ADHD. So okay. your kid's going to be popping Adderall. Uh, type 2 diabetes. So Oof. That's a bad one, right? That's the one that oh, you... No, type you, 1 is the worst. Type 1 is... I think type 1 is the one that you just have genetically. Like uh, Nick Jonas. Well, man, I hate when we start talking about medical stuff because I know I'm putting myself out on the internet. I'm just going to look like an idiot. But I think one of them is you need more sugars and one of them is you have too much sugars. I think you're right. And I think the one where you need more sugar is worse. Type, yeah, type 2 is the one that you like get. You're more likely to like... Most people that have type 2 diabetes like develop it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when you need to chill out and stop eating. Drinking all the juice. Yeah, stop eating all your Snickers bars. Like, chill out. Who told you I had a Snickers bar? <laughs> but, like, the, the type 1 is, I think, usually genetic. And that's one where, like, you need to eat more mm. or less. Like, it's hard to control, I guess, the level of sugar in your body. Yeah. Because, like... I th- that's the dangerous one, I guess. I think they're both pretty bad. Like, you don't want either one of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, but uh, also risk of cancer. But, like, what doesn't give you cancer? Let's be honest. Water. Mm, nah, as we've discussed, <laughs> water can be also bad. And then they kind of glance over this, but they say that the risk of heavy metals from any, like, one source is low. Like, mm-hmm. the, the bad effects, if it's just coming from one source, is not as bad. But it's when it comes, like, from a lot of sources, that's bad. So it's like, hey, juice is, like, bad, but I guess it's not that bad because it's only one source. But they talk about, like, if you're talking about multiple sources, it's pretty bad. And they talk about, like, other possible sources of, like, heavy metals. And that can come from uh, a lot of things. Like, infant slash toddler foods. Rice and rice products. Protein powder. Some Mm -hmm. fish. um, Sweet potatoes. And they even say, like, the entire environment. Basically, water, air, and soil. Oh, then there's nothing to worry about. See, that, that's what I was thinking about this. But apparently these, these people at Consumer Reports are, like, real worked up about it. They're like, hey, guys, They, they just out. needed clicks, dude. And they're like, what's the most clickable headline? Oh, I know. I Your mean, baby they, is dying and it's your fault. They got me. But when they're talking about it and, like, everything, it's, like, starting to sound like conspiracy theory. Yeah. I get that. Like, you probably shouldn't be drinking mercury. But, like, it's in everything. But it goes down so smooth. <laughs> but, I mean, so... It's still bad for you in large amounts. And I guess what they're trying to do is, like, limit your exposure by saying, hey, juice is bad, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, juice isn't necessarily good. They basically end up saying, like, just eat the fruit. Because, I mean, the fruit's going to be healthier than... But it's not sugary sweetness. <laughs> sometimes. But sometimes you get some nasty fruit. Yeah. But, yeah, um, over many years, uh, it can be bad for adults, too. Because, like, a, a lot of heavy metal exposure can lead to more bad things, as in bladder, lung, and skin cancer, cognitive and reproductive problems, type 2 diabetes, and other things. I'm starting to realize I picked really, like, depressing topics for these. Yeah. The last you, one of this one. You steer real hard into the medical field. I need but, to stop. Um, I was going to say, like, a lot of people get cancer. It's very true. Like, if you live long enough, you'll get cancer anyways. Yep. So, I'm going to keep drinking my juice. But you don't you don't want to make it more likely to get cancer. Like, don't be running into Chernobyl with a cigarette because you're going to get cancer real quick. When I go into the doctor and he's like, we have your uh, drug test. I want the Kool-Aid man to break in the wall. And I'll be like, doc, do I have, do I have cancer or do I have diabetes? And the Kool-Aid man breaks in and he's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's because from his juice. Yeah. It's like, was it the cigarettes? Was it the massive amounts of radiation from my hundreds of x-rays? Nah. It's from your Minimade juice. You better get too much juice. That, that'd be... That's pretty bad. That's embarrassing. I just say, like, I, I got I think that's impressive, from... though. It's like, wow, <laughs> you took care of your body so well that the one thing that led to your downfall was juice. I don't know. I'd, I'd be embarrassed because, like, no. I can't. I can't say like, yeah, my 
exposure to radiation because of working my at a power plant week yeah my career or something it's like no. yeah i drink juice and i got cancer that's like messed up <laughs> but uh there are even more problems that can come from like specific heavy metals like lead is associated with high blood pressure mm. uh heart disease and fertility problems arsenic is linked to cardiovascular disease so heart disease and like long term can lead to bone damage and kidney disease yeah, that's why we can't use lead paint. That's true. And, like, our uh, our genetic backgrounds aren't that good to begin with. I'm sure oh, you and me worse. specifically. Yeah, no, us, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my family's pretty prone to uh, diabetes. It's same. Shout out to um, grandma. High blood pressures. Same. High cholesterol. Parents. You didn't mention that, but same. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's my, in there. My parents got that too. It's because we have good food. That's true. It's not our fault. But I thought Asian people were supposed to live longer. I think it's just, like, Japanese people. Yeah. Like, my family has, like, liver diseases. Like, they got... Oh, that's alcohol, dude. We just have some weak alcohol, weak livers. Yeah. I, I don't know. Dang. So, man, <laughs> can't drink alcohol, can't drink juice, can't smoke cigarettes. We should live in a bubble. We should live in this podcast studio. This is safe. Because, like, okay. It's how, padded. How much juice is in here right now, Omar? Let me no, know. No juice. How how many uh except for that juice, but I, that's for me for later. That's water. Oh. Nice try, trying to be edgy. Um, yeah. So Consumer Reports in 2011 found that apple and grape juices have the highest levels of inorganic arsenic and lead. The fact that it says inorganic is like, what are you adding to my? Why don't you just juice an apple and pour sugar in it? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I should probably should have looked it up. Nah. We are not the podcasters who do research. Yeah, someone else will, like, fact check us. But, like, I think, well, you're not supposed to eat apple seeds because they have arsenic. Cyanide. Basically, oh, that is cyanide. Cyanide, huh? no, yeah. my, my bad. My dog, Rip, it, he's not tall, right? Like, you know my dog. He's, like, what, a, less than a foot tall? Or maybe a foot tall? Yeah, I'm going to say a foot. A foot tall. He can jump up on the kitchen counter, and he ripped off. That's how he got my cords, my graduation cords. He jumped on the counter? He can jump up and grab stuff with his mouth. And he pulled down a bag of apples, and I was freaking out trying to find all the apples. And my sister was like, uh, no, there was only one in there. And I found one half-eaten apple, and he didn't get to the seeds. So that was awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, why'd oh you stop halfway? God. So I think, like, in the middle of his apple, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so in trouble. <laughs> It's like, yo, this, uh, this apple's bad for me. I could get cancer from this apple. So That's he exactly stopped. what he thought, yeah. That's impressive that he could jump on the counter. Uh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I'm sure for Because he's only going to get much taller. See, but I don't live here, so it's not a problem for me. Yeah, yeah. Like Anyway, uh, so uh, more specifically about like the experiments that they ran, they tested, of the 45 juices that they tested, they tested 22 apple juices, 13 fruit blend juices, 7 grape juices, and 3 pear juices. And most pear of them, juice. Yeah, pear juice. Three of them. We should go get some pear juice after this. No, That's something I haven't tried before. It's going to give us heavy metals. They only tested three, though, so we just got to get one that's not the three. Um, sure, why not? And so, apparently, most of them are made from concentrate, uh, which is basically they take the water out of the fruit to get the concentrate, and they add it back That's in. what that means. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a... You ever watch Chopped? And yeah, it's like... Yeah. Oh, let me reduce this down, or it's like stuff like that. Uh-huh. You're just taking the water out, so it's more flavorful. See, I always thought concentrate was they sit the apple down and they're like concentrate, 
concentrate. And they give us some hard math problems. No, I always thought... No, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. I always thought they just... <laughs> they put in one of those uh, hydraulic presses. <laughs> you know, those channels yeah, that yeah, crush yeah. stuff. And they just get all that juice out. I didn't know they mixed it back in with the apple. Yeah. I thought that was concentrated. Uh, no, they like... But they I guess like, that would just be juiced. They get like the liquid out. So it's like a... You know like dry-aged steaks? Like mm. when they dry-age it, the moisture like dries away i guess and what's left is less liquid so it's more flavorful that's what it is so basically they're like dry concentrating on the flavor exactly all right i'm, I'm learning so much on this podcast series oh, we're gonna learn so it's been much. an adventure it really has it's only been a few episodes but we're gonna learn even I'm more so much. all right so the um brands they tested were like big brands like um whole foods 365 brand Capri Sun, Walmart's Great Value brand, Gerber, uh, Goya. Do you know Goya? Goya got some yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their mango juice. Amazing. Uh, Target's Market Pantry, Minute Maid, Welch's, and like a bunch of other brands. Ocean Spray, all of them. And, uh, you see, I'm more of a, a Welch's than Ocean Spray. Because Ocean Spray, they love that cranberry. They're like, they do. I put that on everything. Yeah, it's like cranberry grape, cranberry apple. Yeah, why can't you just have grape and apple? <laughs> why you gotta throw cranberry in? Well, like, no one really buys straight cranberry. Juice. I know. Well, people drink cranberry because if they got, like, a urinary tract infection or something. That's true. So it's medicine. I understand. That's why they're doing it. They're cornering the cranberry market. But at the same time, like, it's so tart, dude. It's too tart. It's like... If I wanted that sour feeling in my mouth, I would eat sour candy. Like, when I think about it, I just want to go. Yeah, thinking about it is, uh, let me take a sip of my water because it's already making me parch, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's, it's not that good. It's overrated, for sure. But um, they did a good job, like, doing this scientifically. Like, they didn't, they didn't just go down the road and, like, get the juice. Mm-hmm. They got it from, like, three different places across the country. So they, they said they were, like, trying to do a spot check. Obviously, they can't check all of the juice so they just have to take a quick sample and they and because these companies have like different farmers that they get their food from and stuff like mm-hmm. you know so but i mean as we discussed it's inorganic stuff so it's not the farmers well or pesticides i guess are considered inorganic yeah i don't know i don't know exactly what that means by inorganic arsenic well you haven't done a lot of research but we'll move on again we're not the fact checkers we'll figure that out later Later, yeah. Yeah. we're gonna hire an intern. Yeah, I will hire myself. We can afford that. All right. So apparently, grape juice and the juice buns were the worst ones. They had the highest average heavy metal levels. Grape juice and what? Um, the fruit mixes. So cran oh. apple, cran grape. Okay. Those are bad, probably. Because like, but also know, like just tropical punch. Tropical punch. Yeah. What is tropical punch? It's tropical fruits. So you got your pineapples, your oranges, your, not all of them. Passion fruit. No, I don't know about that. Dragon That's too, fruit. The, too specific here. Too, too tropical. Um, okay, so more findings from the research. The juices marketed for children, not much better, but not worse from the other juices. Okay. But I mean, I feel like they do that to make you think, oh, it's for children. It must be good. Apparently, those are not much better. So, they just package it different. I bet you it's the same product. They just package it differently. It could be. Who knows? I mean, I, I think it actually is, though. It's like, what makes it for children? The box and the straw. Which is just convenience. Yeah. Right? We're killing the ocean. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Don't it's use straws, everyone. <laughs> um, okay, so another thing is organic juices you would think would be better, mm-hmm. but they didn't do better or worse either. So it's not even the pesticides, like you said. So it's something in the factory, dude. I think it's something in the process. They something in their sugar. Well, it's probably like their metal pipes or something that they're piping through. Oh, yeah, through. the factories. I mean, that was my guess, but okay. I don't want to say anything that can sound dumb because I don't really know at all. No, it sounded dumb. It's like, nah, dude, it's definitely the aliens. Oh, man, what if it is? I'm not saying aliens are not real. I'm saying that it's dumb to think aliens are working the juice factories. But the aliens did build pyramids. You think they build juice factories? Dude, I follow this conspiracy theory page where this dude says, oh, I guess it's not aliens. He just talks about the man. But just reminding me, like, he thinks clouds are all by the man. They're all chem clouds and chemtrails. Mm-hmm. And he just puts out these pyramids that he, oh, pyramids, that's why they remind me. He puts out these pyramids that he makes in the front lawn and then he films a video of it being cloudy. And, like, however long later, he films the sky being clear and it's like, ha. We got him. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he puts it like all around his city. He said he put dozens out. And he said, oh, but by this time, I bet you the secret agents got him. Like, no, some awesome. guy threw away this tinfoil pyramid. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll post it in the description so you guys can go follow him. It's nuts. Anyway, um, so Consumer Reports. Are you promoting other people before we even have our own social media? I didn't remember his name, so no. Okay, cool. Dude, just ridiculous. Um, so they asked these companies that they tested whose fruit juices that they tested to see what they're doing about like the heavy metals in their products. And um, <laughs> they said nothing. They got like 13 responses. Okay. But, so it was like not bad because I think it was like 21 total brands. Um, only like CVS and Gerber like answered all their questions. But most of them like gave a general statement. And most of them said that they do their own testing and they adhere to all government regulations. Mm. So that makes me think, like, first of all, you're testing your own stuff. That's not that um, valid. Yeah, there's not much credibility in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they say that they adhere to government regulations. Like, they didn't say that it's all good. He's like, we're following the rules, technically. Yeah. That's always a bad sign. Right? Like, oh, we can cut these corners because we don't have to do it. Yeah, and then I'll talk more about the regulation, too, because they mentioned that. Um, And some companies just said that the heavy metals can be naturally occurring. So, sure. But then that's also saying, like, fruit is bad, too. Everything's bad for you. Yeah, that's about right. Everything gives you cancer. God, what a sad world. Anyway, uh, each of the metals have shown, like, similar adverse effects on children's um, development, so mostly development of the brain and nervous system, and all they say is the one way you can like reduce exposure is through like government established limits. Mm-hmm. So it's where we talk about policy and stuff because like not many are in place. But also, don't drink juice, I guess. For parents. It's crazy, like when you think like anti-vaxxing moms are like, no, I'm not gonna vax my kids because I don't want them to have all these <laughs> mental issues, and then it's like it, they they say it's heavy metals in those uh, vaccines. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and then they're like. Anyways, here's this juice pouch, Timmy. Here's this Capri Sun. Dude, those... Oh, my God. Good point. It's those, just like... Those anti-vax moms are just giving their kids the poison through their organic juices. Yeah, I'd rather poison my kid and him not have measles than... But, and he's enjoying the juice. 
I saw, oh wait, I guess it's not a good thing. I saw a post. It was a uh, Ronald Dahl. Do you know the author, Ronald Dahl? I uh, heard of. Uh, Big Friendly Giant, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that yeah, guy. yeah, that. Oh yeah, that uh, Joe Schmo. Yeah, he said he lost one of his daughters to measles disease. Yeah, and he's like, but I'm glad that like now we live in a world, and she'd be happy to live in a world where like that's not a problem anymore. And uh, it was a Facebook post, and then a mom replied like. Yeah, but his other daughter lived, so... Oh, my God. It's like, um... Yeah, but they both could have lived. <laughs> Anti-vax moms are wild. So they we need wild. to turn them on the juices, not on vaccines. We should start an anti-juice movement. I'm a boycott juices. Yeah. I mean, I haven't... We should start one, but make it, like, super irrational to their level. But like, this one's based in devil? science. <laughs> Yeah, like they did. Like, there's tests. evidence of this one, but still, like, push it too they far. They did, like, statistics and stuff, too. But, um, yeah, so uh, back to, like, policies. In 2013, uh, Consumer Reports talked to the FDA, and the FDA said that uh, they they would limit, like, inorganic arsenic levels in apple juice and grape juice to, like, 10 parts per billion. I don't know how much that really is, but um, that hasn't happened yet. When was this paper uh, article? Uh, 2017, I believe. And it hasn't happened yet? Yeah. You think it's happened by now? Doubt it. Okay. <laughs> we can find out. Um, so one of the worst juices they had, uh, according to like the levels of inorganic arsenic, was Trader Joe's Fresh oh, Pressed Apple Juice. Oh, thank God. That was the only one that was above the the level that FDA was going or like proposing to set, oh, the so 10 they, parts per okay, billion, okay. they were at an average of like 15.4 parts per billion, which is a lot. That's 50% more than the proposed limit. So um, Trader Joe's supposed to be like super hipster and healthy. Not not their juice, though. But I bet you it tastes really good. I'm sure it tastes. I mean, juice in general, other than straight cranberry juice, is pretty good. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with Ocean Spray is kind of... Not good though. It's all right. It's kind of watered it's a down. It's cranberry, dude. It's cranberry. It's disgusting. Anyway, um, so the FDA limit for lead is at fifty parts per billion, and that's alarming because the standard um for lead and water, bottled water, is ten times lower than that at five parts per billion. Hmm. So um, that's not good. So lead and water, not as much, but lead and juice. Like it's like people talking about lead and water. Apparently, it's in juice too. Well, it's not necessarily a ton in there. It's just the limit is really high for some reason, whatever yeah, that may be. I feel like it should all be zeros. All right, that's hard though. Like, when, like small traces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think ideally, but that's a lot of work. Like almost impossible. Or you know what? It shouldn't. It shouldn't even matter. Just give your kids juice. Yeah, Take we're my, here for a good time. Not two a weeks in time. a exactly, John. Retweet. <laughs> well, okay. So they they said stuff like, it's really only bad when you give it to them often. Yeah. So a lot of the juices they everything said, is good in moderation. Well, I'd say everything is good in moderation. I'd say uh, I wouldn't say everything is good in moderation. Yes, but everything's not bad in moderation. Moderation is best. Yes. Socrates says that moderation is best. Yes. No, I agree with that. But I won't say that means everything's good in moderation. That just means everything's not that bad in moderation. 
that's that's what moderation is. It's not good, good, but it's not bad, bad. Yeah, it's like it's all right. That's that's what moderation. Yeah, it's all is. good. It's like uh, you're saying what I'm saying, but backwards. Sure, I'm just using a different word. I don't know, but um, yeah. So the article states that like certain juices that they tested were only, I guess, you'd only have to like really worry about it if you drink more than like four ounces a day, okay. which is half a cup. So those were the worst ones, like. For, I think it was mostly the ones in pouches mm-hmm. that if you drink more than or if you drink four ounces or more a day as a like for your kid. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. And some's like eight ounces or more. So it's like again in moderation. I mean, that's all you should really be giving a kid in juice. But who's drinking juice that Half much? Yeah. Like I was surprised when they say yeah, in this juice. survey, like uh eighty percent sometimes gave them juice. It's like, okay, sure. But seventy five of that eighty percent would give them juice every day yeah i guess the way to do it is like don't ever expose your kid to juice just be like just drink water just water is all we have on this planet and like so like but you're drinking coke yeah no no it's just water if it's saying 75 percent of 80 percent, that's like 60 percent of the people they surveyed gave the kids juice every day that's insane and they probably have more than one kid a lot of them the averages were like 2.2 kids something like that that's a lot of juice that's expensive too Juice is expensive. It's a coupon in moms, dude. Dude, it's the anti-vax moms. Oh, you think? They're also couponing. They're like, fruit is good for your immune system, and you're going to need it because you have you might get measles. Oh, Oof. some scurvy or something. No, but like, fruit is good. Just not, not for juice. Yeah. Sad. They corn do syrup, dude. Ooh. Like, corn syrup. Corn's not even a fruit. <gasps> it's going to give you, like, high calories and diabetes. One... No, not one. Two. More likely two. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But, uh, okay, so back to the lead. Um, the director of the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences says that even one parts per billion might be too high. So, with the limit at 50, when water standard is at 5, and this person saying one is ideal, um, that's a little scary. So, like... Basically, don't give your kids too much juice. Um, and, like, the American Academy of Pediatrics have even been saying, like, for a while that don't give your kids too much juice, mainly because of, like, the sugar and calories. Yeah. Because, like, cavities and obesity. But now you can have another reason to not drink juice. Yeah. So, I, I think we could agree. If you're going to do it every day, half a cup. Yeah. And then. At most. If you don't give them every day, that. Just give them juice. Then, yeah, just don't give them that much juice. Give them a glass of juice once just, a week. Honestly, people need to just give their kids water. Yeah. Like, I don't think I drank a lot of water growing up because my mom didn't drink water. She just drank, like, this cheap off-brand of pineapple soda. Mm. It was good, though. But, I mean, it was... Well, soda is she probably good. She was probably thinking, like, ooh, it's fruit. Um, What did we drink? I think I drank a lot of milk. Milk. I got strong Apparently milks. milk isn't good for you either. I'm part of the No Bone Broken Club. so. Oh my god, you follow that on uh, Reddit? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. It's like uh, Never Broke Bone or something. Never Broke yeah. Bone. But it's always so sad because someone will post like, uh, a giant bruised ankle and they're like, uh, looks like it's it for me, boys. <laughs> I, I checked it out for a little bit and it was like... I don't like, really follow them, by the way. I che- Yeah, I don't. Well, I think I do. Like, someone told me about it, I checked it out once, and I just ended up following them. And they would always have pictures, like, 
huge bruises. Like, all right, guys, I thought I broke my bone for sure, but it's all good. It's just a, it's just like the may the most extreme sprain ever, but it's not still broken. Counts. So it's still in. Doesn't count. So I mean, that's all I had uh, for this article. Okay. There were a lot of things that I skipped just because like details and probably just not that fun to talk about. But if you probably just Google well, like, mean, Consumer Reports, Arsenic and Lead in your fruit juice, you'll find it. And there's like a bunch of other details in there. But their yeah. experiment, what they found, and like the juices that they tested too. Uh, well, I mean, that was an interesting report. Uh, I learned some cool stuff. Concentrate. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned that juice kills people. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting choked up just thinking about all the juice I got to cut back on. <laughs> Um, they give up juice. But you know, this is going to be a change in my life. Starting today. Do you actually drink juice a lot? I drink a lot of juice. Really? Yeah. How much? Like like I said, I'll buy like three gallons of juice at the store. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And then they don't <laughs> last me long. It's like two weeks. What kind of juice? Like I said, it's the Hawaiian Punch, which that's more of like a syrup juice. Yeah, it's that's not a fruit not, juice. Yeah, that's not. A, uh, I like the... Um, that's fruit flavoring juice. I like the Tropicana there's one I like Tropicana I like Sunny D um I like Minute Maid sometimes I like Minute Maid's Fruit Punch the red one uh-huh. I like that one the Sunny D one they've been mixing flavors and it's pretty good really trust me this one's solid there's like, one that's strawberry and some other orange orange flavor hope, some yeah. other citrus and that one's alright but that's the one we have in town the one where my parents live is like Tanger or mango or something. That Ooh. one's fire, dude. You're just drinking fake juice. It's not even drinking the yeah, fruit so juice fine. concentrate. I mean, I'm sure it's less healthy. Yeah, you're drinking the syrups. I'm drinking less healthy stuff. Like, I won't get cancer, but I'll get the diabetes. I like uh, like the little powder packages. It's like that you mix oh, yeah, it with yeah, a bottle yeah. of water. Those yeah. are good. That's what I get. Yeah, I don't like them because like I could just pour myself a glass of juice. Yeah, that's true. Or I could sit there. Mixing away. Myself. Like every every now and then I'll buy something. But usually I just drink water and then if I do drink something, I'll drink like a soda. I don't really drink juice. I don't know. I've always been milk and juice. I drink a lot of milk too, but Juice Boy. Juice Boy. Oh. Well, now we gotta cut back, make some changes. Get a nutritionist. Speaking of changes, how about we change to my report? What a segue. Was that a good segue? That's great. Okay, um, so like I told you, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I didn't tell you what it was, but I, I did my due diligence this time, and I actually watched a documentary on it. It was a PBS documentary. Uh, it's from the American Experience series. It's a 50-minute documentary. Uh, I say you guys check it out. It's on YouTube. It's free if you got time. But I wanted to do it because I was like, this is a report that I got to do my best on because it's a story that I had never heard of. Okay. Never? Never heard of it. Wait, okay. First, what is this story? Um, I think it's better if I just start reading my report because I, I set the mood and everything, all right? Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. When I think of a minute, I think of what could possibly go wrong in a minute. So that's where I started. I wanted to see... <laughs> One minute passes, disaster. So pessimistic. I know, but like you could, you don't want to say what's the best that could happen in a minute. No, I think like what can I do in a minute? Yeah. Okay. Well, that <laughs> wouldn't know. make for an interesting story. Ooh, today I learned how to 
I can sharpen my pencil shoe. in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so what I prepared for your listening pleasure is a story of what, of not what could go wrong, but what absolutely did go wrong within the matter of minutes. So I know it's a little bit of stretch with the S because I didn't do minute. It's it happened over a couple of minutes. Uh so just for more content. Yeah, but if you're flexible with me, I know you enjoy the story. Yeah, I'm not flexible. Well. I guess this is the end of episode four. <laughs> um, so this report is called uh, Blackout, which is also the same name of the PBS. We really are taking a dark turn, aren't we? Yeah, I don't know. I was hoping you would do something lighter because you would have felt bad about the pregnancy one. But you just straight up <laughs> went straight darker. Now I, we're le- going... I leaned into babies yeah. or, or baby-related topics. So that kind of messed up my... Uh, Steam. As long but... as you don't talk about babies in your disaster video, we're good. So let me paint a setting for you. Uh, it's a hot day in July in New York City. The weather is described as humid, hot, and hazy. Well, that's, a, that's every day here. That's that's my next sentence. Yeah, it says three words. We're here in the bayou we familiar with. <laughs> Yee. <laughs> Yee. Uh, the temperature was a high of 100 with overnight lows around 80. Ooh, okay, yeah, no, that's hot. That's hot. That's hot, hot. Uh, July 13th, 1977 was just another hot Wednesday for all of New York. People were probably listening to the Commodore's hit song, Easy, on the radio. Do you know what that song is? No. Easy? Commodore's? No. Uh, I'm easy like Sunday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you, I got you. <clears throat> uh, it was hot, but it wasn't out of the norm. The city was currently undergoing a, a heat wave, and temperatures were regularly hitting temperatures 100 and 100 plus. So right around 8 p.m., it was abundantly clear that a large storm was rolling in. Uh, emergency warnings claimed that the wind gusts would near 50 miles per hour and that there would be a lot of lightning. Uh, <clears throat> despite it being night, the sky never darkened. Can you guess why? Because the sky... Because um, the sun's out. No, it was no 8 clouds. o'clock at night. It's because it was lightning. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's also New York. I guess all their lights are always on. Well, the storm really started in a county outside of New York. Like okay. one of the suburbs. So it's like New York State. Yeah, I guess. No, I don't think so. It was a county outside of New York City. Uh. Uh, so, despite it being night, the sky was never darkened, but it remained lit because of the lightning flashing across the gray sky. It was only a matter of time before disaster would... Strike. strike. <laughs> exactly. Um, so lightning did strike. It struck a power line in Westchester County. That's the county. Uh, and then that line failed. So, when the line failed, there was increased demand placed on the surrounding lines. Because, you know, it's like a grid. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> so the surrounding lines began to fail uh, when some lines got too much power. So they surged with power, and then those lines failed. And then when those lines failed, the other lines around that one failed because they didn't have enough power. They had a high demand for power. So it was just like snowballing? It, Yes, very much described as a domino effect. Uh, so... Like, there was a high demand for electricity already because everyone in New York had their AC turned and it was cranked all the way. So everyone was using power. So soon the power plants were struggling to get enough for the uh, power to the five boroughs. Do you know what those are? Yeah. Okay. Manhattan, 
Bronx. Bronx. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, 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 I don't have it here, but now we're committed. Hold on, hold on. Except Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx. Harlem? I, I think that's a neighborhood. That's a neighborhood. Um, come on. Oh, we get... We'll I've only been later. to Manhattan. Uh, so, we've both been to New York, too, huh? Yeah. I've but been you've been more recent, so. Brooklyn and Manhattan. It's going to bug you, so you're going to look it up. Yeah, I'm looking at it uh, right So, the power company was named Con Edison, and their system operators knew that there was only one way to avoid a total blackout, and that would be to cut the power off to some customers. We missed the other important one, Queens. Queens. And then Staten Island, but like. I was thinking Staten Island, but I was like, no, that's just where the statue of liberty is but no one talks about staten island that's ellis island all more um so con yeah so to save the city from total blackout they're gonna have to shut off the power to some of their customers just so they can meet that supply ah, so demand screw the screw the yeah yeah poor but i mean outside that's that's a decision a lot of uh government small local governments make all the time like do we open the flood levy and divert all the water to the small towns, or do we flood New Orleans? Yeah, it's like, uh, that's true. That's an easy call. Um, relatable. <laughs> super relatable. That's why I felt so sad about this report, because I'm like, oh, I know what that's like. Uh, so f- uh, flipping these switches was a one-man job, and luckily uh, there was one man on that job. Um, and he knew he had to flip these switches because he had all the people above him yelling at him like, hey, flip the, switch. <laughs> flip the switches. Uh, well... I don't think he got to it. So New York, the city that never sleeps, was minutes away from taking a nap that would last approximately. You want to guess how long though? Um, two days. Twenty-five hours, and they had no idea. Two days is a lot, dude. It is. That's like For third world country stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, twenty-four hours. Uh, twenty-five hours. The citizens in New York were handling the blackout relatively well, considering the entire city. And surrounding neighborhoods had just blacked out. Uh, police officers began to direct traffic along with some volunteers that wanted to help. Oh my god, that sounds like a disaster. Yeah, when you think about that. Also, who are these volunteers? They're just random dudes. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me direct traffic. It's the 70s, so I feel like they were like, this is easy. Just come on, like, come on. There were definitely stop. some cops that were like, hey, like, can that guy do this? No, I, I think any citizen could direct traffic if a power line is out. You're saying, like, as a fact, so. like, that's a law that anyone can it's do? It's not it? a law, but I feel like it's a thing people can do. I mean, ideally... And also, I mean, it's not like they're going fast. Yeah. It's Manhattan. They just need someone to stop so cars can do a four-way stop. I guess, but I wouldn't trust I mean, it's a lot better than everybody doing four-way stops. That's very true. Uh, so, the people of New York were taking it in stride, am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Uh, accidents happen all the time, dude. Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Uh, so there was one guy in a subway terminal. The news reporters were uh, interviewing him. And he's like, can you tell us what happened here today? He's like, yeah, the power went out. And he's like, uh, are you on your? Are you waiting to catch a subway? And he's like, uh, no, the, the power went out. <laughs> and they're like, then, sir, why are you in the subway terminal? And he's like, to be on TV. <laughs> And then everybody started laughing. So good times, am I right? Can you catch my drift? This is not all right. 
Yeah, no. It's quickly it's going to turn bad. It's a big problem. Uh, so it was reported somewhere around 7 million people were without power. Uh, the blackout was not the city's fault, but the mayor saw an opportunity to show that he was in charge. And later on, I'll get into the politics surrounding New York at Dude, the time. Seven million is a that's a lot, lot of, people. of people. That's yeah. like all and the cities in Louisiana. Like New York is a very vertical city. Yeah. So like, oh my god, elevators. Elevators are down. Yeah, but like trying to <laughs> climb down the stairs at night, and it's I don't weird. know. And there's no lights. No, it's pitch black outside. Well, I'm sure. Okay. They had candles and flashlights yeah, and battery-operated sure lamps and stuff. The super important buildings, I'm sure, had generators, too. Yeah. Uh, like hospitals. I don't talk about it, but generators. they interviewed this one guy who worked inside of um the uh, Twin Towers yeah. in one of the restaurants. And he's like, yeah, no, we turned on the lights. But they had no idea what was going on below them, which I'll get to. But uh, they were they were partying. They lit candles and stuff because emergency lights weren't enough. Ah. Uh. But for ambiance, uh, yeah, they were like everybody gets free champagne, and they were having a party. Romantic, very romantic. Uh, so uh, the first priority was checking in on the hospitals, which I'm sure that's what you guess. Like, better yeah. go check on the hospitals. Uh, the largest hospital's generator had been turned off temporarily because of a fire. <laughs> so, uh, but they were able to get it all resolved and everything. Like the same day, there was a fire. No, like. The generator kicked on and that generator caught on fire. Oh. But they were able to put it out and bring it in. Yeah, generator. that's a problem. Uh, so they also had to get to the subway carts that were, got stuck in transit because they just oh turned God. off yeah, and they're yeah. in the tunnel. Uh, so the last thing they wanted would be people bailing out of the uh, the cart and then just wandering around those dirty and dark tunnels by themselves. So Con Edison, the company, began looking for a way to turn everything back on. Uh, they said it's not as simple as unplugging and plugging it back in, which that's always my solution to everything. Uh, so the system was apparently never designed to be turned off in the first place. Uh, and they had a restoration plan set. Like it was a program they could run or something. Like for, for the uh, like the power system or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like the, I, I think the computers. But uh, the problem with it was it was out of date. So... <laughs> They couldn't use it. It hadn't been updated since 1965. And when, when was this? When did this happen? 1977. Oh. So this should Almost be a lesson a, to all of us. Was that over a decade? Your computer, update your computers. Because <laughs> one day you're going to have to restore the city. You're going to have to not shut off the power for millions of people. Exactly. Um. So Con Edison began looking for a way to turn everything. Oh, wait. My bad. Uh, so there were two possible solutions. They could either let the thing just kill itself, like let it just completely turn off and everything, uh-huh. like fully down to zero, and then let it reboot slowly. Or they can bring power from the outside, and this was the quickest solution. So uh, all the police officers were ordered to their nearest precinct, and they were told not the precinct that they worked from, but the precinct closest to their house. Yeah, it's so like quickest response time, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm guessing they called all hands on board. So, like, if yeah. you were off the clock, they called you into work. Everyone's chilling at home. And I'm guessing the ones who, like, because if the power did come back on, they'd probably just say, okay, you can go to bed now. You can go home. And it's just down the road or something. So, like, Manhattan probably had, like, no cops because I can't imagine a cop salary being enough to live in Manhattan. Because Manhattan's, like, stupid expensive. Yeah. Um... So, 
Uh, sorry. Yeah, dude, uh, you getting bored of your own voice? <laughs> I guess. It, it's very droning, you know? They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It is whoa, a deep whoa, voice. Whoa. Uh, when cops made it, they found that their, they found their pre- precincts were dark. Uh, their orders were to go out and patrol to the best of their ability uh, and try their best and then come check in later. Because the radio's in their car. They didn't have FM radios. True. So you couldn't really call each other either. But apparently the phone lines weren't down because that's how they were calling the um, fire chiefs and everything. I don't know. Phone lines use electricity, right? Yeah. Phones for but, phone lines at the very know. least do. Exactly. Uh, so this isn't the first time that this has happened in New York. Uh, 12 years prior to this, the city lost its power but remained pretty tame about the event. Uh, the blackout of 65 was described as a fun and peaceful time. Uh, so, Fun and peaceful blackout. Yeah, uh, people were hanging out on the streets and helping each other. Uh, helping each other do what? Like if they got stuck in the train, they were helping them. Oh, along the that's way. nice. They were directing traffic like that. They were helping people get inside. Um, so uh, it happened around five thirty ish. PM. Yeah, five thirty PM. So like at this point, stores were starting to close down. So it's like people were already heading home. Uh, and the temperatures were roughly 45 degrees, so people just stayed inside and waited. Like, the reason people were outside in New York was because it was so hot. You couldn't just stay indoors. Yeah, wait, why did you say 45 degrees? This is a different, this is a chill time? Yeah, this is 12 years ago. Oh, my bad, my bad, yeah. Yeah, this one had happened previously. So it was 45 degrees, so everyone just went at home and they stayed. So it was no real big deal. Um, but that was also a different time for New York. Uh, the 60s was... Uh, time for opportunity uh, immigrants and poor people from around the world and around the country moved to new york where they could make something of themselves uh, the american dream the american dream that's right uh, the city had an excellent network of free colleges something that i wish we could experience the joy of oh my god dude college is so expensive especially like, and it's for not graduate. even that bad for us you're right because we have that program that pays all the tuition uh, dude but i'm about to you know, so, no, you're about to experience. I'm about to like experience raw. no tops and graduate school and, and out of state and yeah. out of state. Is it be crazy? Big struggle. Uh, so it was a city that took care of its people, and in return, the people took care of each other. Uh, these conditions were the exact opposite <laughs> to the blackout of '77. So uh, it was hot. Everyone's an asshole. Yeah, no one's trying to go home. It's not really their fault. So the 1970s was a troubling time for the economy, uh, but it was. hmm? There were a lot of drugs in the 70s, right? Well, yeah, because it was such a troubling time in the economy. Uh, It was uh, concerningly troubling for New York. Uh, They hit an unemployment rate of. 2.5 percent. 14 percent in 1975. Oh my god, that's insane. That's isn't over five percent like. Yeah. No, no, five percent no. is good. Like over eight, eight think, or ten percent is like this is a problem. Like when Obama first took office in two thousand eight, I think we were nearing around eight percent, and I think now we're get inching closer to five percent. Like four or five is supposed to be really good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our average for a while was eight percent. I think the highest we ever got was what, like ten percent? Oh, you just said fourteen. Oh, that's in New York. That's in New York. Um. So the increased unemployment rate uh, also led to an increase in petty crime and despair for its residents. Uh, New York City experienced white flight. Do you know what that is? Okay. Residents of New York City ex- 
experience white flight. White flight. All right. Context so like, clues here, John. Okay. So the powers out. Ah, no, no, lightning. no. This is the 1970s. Just the decade in general. Okay. So white people are leaving New York because yes. a lot of inter- immigrants are coming in. Well, not only that, also it was just getting too expensive. Uh, and stuff. True. Uh, so, and also the increase in crime. Uh, so white flight refers to middle-class white families moving out of the city into the surrounding suburbs. Uh, that's something common we see. So like New Jersey? No, not even. They're moving to the counties just around New York City. Oh, okay. New York City, not... That would be a different state. No, but no, New Jersey is like across the river. Yeah, but it's a different state. Yeah. Anyways. Wow, our unemployment rate right now in the U.S. is 3.8% yeah. as of March 2019. You got really good. That's really good. Uh, in 1975, the city was on the brink of bankruptcy, so they requested a loan from the U.S. government. Uh, President Ford told Congress that if any bailout were to cross his desk, he would veto it. So he didn't want to bail out anyone. So um, Washington eventually uh, cut New York a break and they said, all right, we'll give you the money or whatever. But uh, you're going to have to pay us back. And to make sure you pay us back, we want you to cut public services uh, and lay off tens of thousands of workers. Wait, why lay off people? Because you're cutting those programs. Oh, okay, yeah. And the services. I thought those are separate. It's like, why? Yeah. That doesn't help. <laughs> it's worse. Uh, so some of the workers hit included firefighters and police officers, and this would lead to a police officer, firefighter, and sanitation, uh, those three different organizations to go on strike. Um, Wait, so they called all these cops while they're at home chilling to come help, and now they're like, hey, uh, you, can, you can go home. Yeah, but remember, this is the 70s. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm talking about the whole decade right gotcha. now. Gotcha. All right. Because you keep thinking it's like so. The week before, now they call. They're yeah, on strike. Why I'm thinking they, like oh. lightning. These people have like... already been fired. They already let go of the people. So yeah, the police force is already small, but those people have jobs. Oh. They already okay. came back from the strike. Gotcha. Uh, so these cuts were instant. Uh, were felt instantly by low-income families. The kids couldn't go to the library down the road because it was shut down, and they couldn't stay in the after-school care because it was canceled. So there was definitely a feeling of anger and uh, abandonment. And sadness. And that and sounds sadness. so sad. Yeah. Kids just trying to read. But, like, this is setting up perfectly. Y- you'll see why. Uh, so these hard times led to crimes. Hard times led to crimes. I didn't even realize I wrote Hard times led to crimes. Hard times. Uh, so people started dealing drugs. There was graffiti everywhere. Uh, one uh, police... <laughs> I thought when hard times come, people just get bored. Like, you know what? Let's go paint some shit. I talk about a specific type of boredom that the firefighters mentioned. Oh. Uh, so people, uh, one police officer uh, remembered people would just leave notes on their car dash window, mm-hmm. on their dashboards, from, so people could read it. Pretend like it's tickets? Uh, no, it would say no radio. So people would just not bother breaking into their car to steal the radio. What? Like, we already lost the radio. Oh, man. Uh, so... Uh, the Bronx soon became the arson capital of the world. Uh, people referred to that time specifically as the fire years. I put air quotes around that uh, because the city was always burning down. So one <laughs> firefighter was like, yeah, the busiest uh, fire company, the fire brigade or whatever, they would usually get around 2000 calls a year. That's the busiest guy. 
So the 2, busiest thousand a year. Yeah, the busiest they would respond to two thousand calls a year. That's, so that's the busiest company. That's like four or five a day. Yeah, but I mean New York's a big city, so and it's the busiest. That's true. So but also, I, that's only one. That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, in the 1970s, uh, they responded to at least 5,000 calls. Not the busiest one. Everyone responded to at least 5,000 calls a year. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of fires. Arson capital. Uh, people started burning down buildings simply because there was nothing else to do. They called them boredom fires. <laughs> Wait. Did you see a board? Like, whose house should we burn down today? Well, they... There was different kinds of fires. Um, they said, like, the 2000 fires, those were mostly, like, some guy fell asleep with a cigarette. It was an electrical fire, carelessness fire. And then they're like, but in the 1970s, we started seeing arson cases where it was, like, revenge fires, boredom fires. Um, and it was it was so sad to hear because, like, one guy was saying, yeah, the building next to our building caught on fire. And then my neighbors were like, oh, no, we're fixing a catch on fire. So they would move out. And now the the landlord would be missing out on rent because people are moving Oof. out his buildings. So he's like, well, I can just get the insurance money if I start the fire. Oh, no. So they were torching their own buildings just to get insurance money. That's fraud. That's I mean, fraudulent. I, see, I get, like, people getting bored and, like, just playing with fire outside. I've done that before. What? Yeah, you remember Clay? Yeah. Remember one time he came over to my house. We were close name dropping like, again. Yeah, but yeah, it's only first name. In like high school, or not high school, like middle school, uh, he came over one time and we were hanging out and we got bored. And then I don't remember why. Oh, we had like smoke bombs and stuff, and I put it in my shit. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then there's a lot of dry grass in my backyard, and it started like we just lit a fire <laughs> just for fun, and uh, it got. Yeah, a little scary. So I almost burned my house down for sure. I feel like that's why your parents liked me when I started hanging out with you. They're like, you know how many like, fires? Although we used to throw fruit at the bridge, which thinking back now, yeah. I'm like, that's super stupid and dangerous. Yeah, like throwing fruit in front of moving cars on the highway, Going seventy miles an hour. But you already know I had that arm. Yeah, I could never make it that high, so I, I would may, be fine. I may be skinny, but. Leverage, maybe. Leverage. Mm-hmm. Rotation of the hips. I never actually lit a fire. Um, that was all for a joke. Don't, uh-huh. don't use that against me. Uh, so, as if the 1970s didn't suck, en- uh, suck enough, uh, there was also a serial killer on the streets. A or a lot? No, just A. His name was Son of Sam. Ooh. Yeah. And I think we should do a report if we ever get the word son on this guy, because, like, he was able to... Uh, elude one of the best police departments in the united states the nypd that'd be full circle yeah it would uh so it seems like no one was in control and the city was falling apart by 10 o'clock residents began to hear noises do you want to guess what those noises were sam it, it sounded, son of sam it, it sounded like So that uh, fires don't make that sound. Fires do not make that sound. Um, people being bored and running around. Okay. Uh, I should mention that at this point we switched back to the blackout. You understand that, right? Um. Yeah. 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 Okay, for sure. Okay. Um. <laughs> people so, started carrying boxes of appliances up into their apartments. 
So that was the sound of washers bouncing on the stairs. What? Uh, refrigerators, televisions, just anything. Uh, so within minutes, every neighborhood began looting and every in every neighborhood. So like the one neighborhood started looting and like a minute later, the neighborhood right next to them started looting. So I don't know if it's the same people moving in a line, but yeah, they started looting. Um, so there was this funny story about this dealership. And in New York, the fire department is like, hey, this is a rule. You have to keep the keys inside the vehicle. And you have to have at least um, enough gas to drive two minutes in case there's a fire and they need to get the vehicles out. The firefighters can get the vehicles out. Yeah. It makes sense. Those vehicles were gone within the first half hour. I mean... So. I was just say like I don't think it makes that much sense. But it sense. was a different time, John. Leaving keys in your car. It was a different time. I know time. someone that left keys in their car and someone took their car. It happens. They me. got their car back, but like they left the sunroof open. Mm. And I'll tell you who it is after this. Okay. And like there was like three inches of water in there. Oh I definitely want to hear this story. Yeah. Uh so uh, hospitals also began to struggle with the large influx of people needing medical assistance. Can you guess who they were? Medical assistance? Yeah. All of a sudden, a lot of people start coming in needing help. Okay. People looting? Because the appliances fell on them or something? No, it was looters who cut themselves with all the glass from breaking window shops and climbing <laughs> in and out. It's like, <laughs> imagine going into the hospital and like, yeah, so um, I was robbing this uh, old couple... In in this nursing home, and I cut myself on some glass. Like, that's insane. Well, they weren't even going into the hospital because they didn't have power. So they just had tents and everything set up outside. Um, there was this one guy who was a medical student at the time. He's like, well, they're probably going to be uh, a lot of people. So I'll go see if I can help out. And he walked up to a, a group of doctors, and it was hundreds of people, he said. And he's like, hey, I'm a medical student. They're like, have you ever sutured before? And he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I've done it once. And he's like, come on, I'll show you. And he said for the whole night, he just sat in a corner and just sutured wounds. Oh, my he God. He just closed up wounds. But what a good thing to put on your resume. Well, I feel like if he's a med school student, he's going to be a doctor, right? So Yeah, but, like, imagine applying for a doctor job, however that works, and saying, like, yeah, one time I sutured hundreds of people's hands. They were looters. It was what also a good my story. first time actually doing it. Yeah, and he volunteered. Yeah. So what what good volunteer work? Um so some shop owners arrived to their stores too late and others began firing rounds into the air to scare people off. Gun rounds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what other rounds you yeah, into I was the like, air? should I explain that? Donut rounds. Uh <laughs> and others simply watched helplessly as their stores were ransacked. I feel like that's the worst position to be in. Um, that's again that's so sad there was this couple who owned a store it was called Sly's Trophies and Sporting Goods it was a sporting good thing and they they had they were having dinner and then the power went out and they're like well, we better go check on the store but the wife was like let me wash the dishes first and they lost about an hour she took an okay first of all she oh, took an hour to wash dishes it's in New York It's and this blackout and there's traffic and cars and everything I understand that <laughs> but like within 30 minutes the looting started. She said when they got there, uh, she pulled that car up in front. And she said that, like, this store was cool. Like, they helped kids. They brought kids in. 
They taught them how to do taxes uh, and they taught oh them how to apply God. for a bank account. When they pulled in, everyone's like, Sly's here. And they recognized some of the people looting. The same kids that they would invite to No help. way. Yeah. That is so messed up. Yeah. So they just parked their car there and they said they lost like $300,000 worth of product. Oh my. Okay. What kind of store was this again? It was a sporting goods shop and they did trophies too. They made trophies. Trophies as in like animal trophies? No, like the trophies like oh, at okay. a, you give to a kid who won first place oh. at a baseball tournament. My bad. When I hear sporting goods, I think like Cabela's or something. There's like a bunch of hunting and outdoor Oh no, stuff. it's like sporting. They're in New York. So it's Academy. like. Academy. It's like sports, not hunting also, sports. It's messed up that these kids are robbing a place that helped them, first of all. Yeah, I get but it. But also, after 30 minutes, 30 minutes is not a long time. No, it's not. Like, they sat there 30 minutes with the lights. I was like, hmm. Well, 30 minutes, the looting started, and then they got there an hour later. So, yeah, okay, yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, so, like, power's out for, like, 30 minutes. Let's even say an hour and a half. That's a not, that's not How a long How long would time. it take to start looting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Like, okay, I just want to say, like, people during hurricanes... You would think the police would, like, be there, right? They were probably looting, too. Well, here's my segue. The order for police officers to return to their precinct closest to their home was a tactical error. Uh, as it turned out, many of the police officers did not live in any of those areas being looted. I told you they were not in Manhattan, Omar. I called Manhattan it. was fine. But, uh, really? It was, yeah, it was the hard neighborhoods. Oh, uh, that's true. Which, I mean, Manhattan's a, that's a borough. There's neighborhoods inside Manhattan. Yeah. So, I, I can't say Manhattan, but, like, there were some officers who I'm sure lived in the nicer part of Manhattan than the slums and see, stuff. No, see, because, like, I just think about Manhattan just because it's so expensive. Yeah. Like, it's known to be expensive. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they didn't live in those precincts. Um... And then, uh, oh, it took officers a couple hours to get to those places. Oh, my God. Just because it, it was so hard to get anywhere in the they city. They only needed 30 minutes. That's, yeah, that's all they needed. Uh, so, their orders were to try and do the best they could, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the best you can do. Well, they tried the best they can do. They were only armed with their clubs in their hands. So they were grabbing people and throwing them out of stores. Um, but eventually the people started pushing back and throwing rocks at them. And then brawls just erupted out on the streets. Uh, the officers were definitely not ready for this. They were not. They were outnumbered for this. Right. Um, a lot of shop owners were like begging, like, can you just sit here with your gun? Like outside of the front of my store and they're like, I, I can't just sit here. Can you <laughs> I got to go everywhere else too. Can you just start shooting and to scare them off? Which, I mean, shooting a gun in the air is also a dangerous thing to do. That is actually very dangerous. And then, especially since everyone's standing outside. Yeah, and also, like, would that really scare them, though? I guess it would, but, like, if there's, like, a hundred people looting and, like, two cops. It would scare them, but I feel like it would just make people more anxious, you know? Like, it would make more, them loot faster. More jumpy. I would <laughs> think, like, if a cop starts shooting in the air and it's, like... 100 people around them, they're just going to rush the cop. Like, yeah, he's shooting no, right. or something. It's just going to go crazy. Okay, I'll break out. See, I need my TV or I need my vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but in the nicer part of towns, uh, people were simply just having a good time. They were breaking out the booze and throwing a block party. Well, th- see, that's what happens in 
Louisiana when a hurricane comes in. It's a hurricane party. Well, okay, now, well, when it gets real, real bad, people start looting. But, I mean, a lot of times that's out of necessity. Yes, what they're looting. Well, I mean, I I have seen in the news where people are, like, looting TVs during hurricanes. Yeah, but there are some people who are also looting stuff they need, like water. Yeah, okay, usually when it's a normal hurricane, if that can be a thing, People just have hurricane parties. Yeah. You're just chilling at home drinking, just like the rich people and the Playing nice Playing board games with the lights off and flashlights, yeah. Yeah, watching the news, see what's going on. Uh, so, these people living in the good life, they were having barbecues and roof parties and stuff. They had no idea of anything that was happening just a couple miles away. They had no <laughs> idea. Until the next day, they found out, like, what? People were looting? There were fires all across the city. I imagine them at like a rooftop bar and looking down. It's like, huh, wonder why that guy's running with a TV. Why? I wonder why hundreds of people are like running around. That's weird. You see someone with a TV and you're like, oh, they must have got power on the other side of town and he's going to. Right. He's just trying out. to catch the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So back to Con Ed, they still had no idea how long it would be. And they didn't want to give an estimation to get people's hopes up. Uh, So like they were saying, like, yeah, so like. If we were trying to get power from one system, that would take 15 minutes. And that doesn't sound a lot, like a lot, but when you got to do like 50 of them and they each take 15 minutes, it sounds like a lot. Um, so they were slowly adding networks, but they were also trying to do it carefully because it was a very delicate process. Um, but they definitely felt the pressure because they had their CEO of the company there like, why isn't this working? Come yeah. on, get to work. He's losing so much money. He's losing a lot of credibility. Money, credibility. They're going to get lawsuits, which I don't think you can sue them because it was just an accident. Uh, so the looters from the first 10 minutes were the criminals. These, you know how you said like 30 minutes is all it took? Yeah, it's stupid. 10 minutes is all it took, but they're criminals. They have criminal records. Yeah, they, they were ready. But okay, 10 minutes is also insane. Even if you're a criminal. But also, you know, there's no cops in the area. And there's no surveillance. It's pitch black. It's the 1970s. And I just, we just talked about how the city was struggling. They were cutting all your programs. You had nothing. So. 10 minutes, it's insane. And I just want to say, like, I feel like stealing a car is the dumbest thing you can do. Yeah. Like, it, it costs a lot, but they're going to You gonna can't resell it. Yeah. Like, they're going to catch you. Hmm. Steal, like, a TV. I would steal. Expensive laptops. You can in the nineteen seventies. Okay, today I would steal like, smartwatches and expensive yeah. laptops, like small expensive phones. things that they're not track. Oh, not phones. Those have IMEI numbers. Ooh. Uh, well, I think when people steal cars, they take them to a chop shop and they just part out the parts. Oh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Keep stealing cars. What would you download a car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hey, would you illegally download a car? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, the first 10 minutes were the criminals. But the ones that followed those people, they were not criminals. Well, I mean, they were criminals after that night. But they didn't have criminal records or anything. They were I mean, probably just poor people. That's yeah. That's an opportunity. They would have never even thought of doing it. But when you're walking around and you see the windows are bashed in in the grocery store and you don't have food at home, you're like... Everyone else is doing it. And I'm yeah. not taking TVs. 
Um, so what these housewives were doing, they would take pantyhose, they would loot her pantyhoses, they would take shopping carts, tie them together, and then just start loading them with groceries and uh, pampers and stuff. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, but these were also the people that got arrested. Okay, that's also sad. It is sad. That people are trying to steal, like, groceries. essentials. Yeah, like, they weren't stealing TVs or anything. Yeah. They were also stealing clothes and stuff. Uh, they didn't feel like they were committing a crime because they were just following the crowd. Everyone else was looting. Okay, okay. That's bullshit. But, though. I mean, in the moment, I, I can understand that. Because, like, in the moment, if everyone's doing it, you're like, I mean... All right, that's still a bogey's excuse. It's like following the crowd, like when you're driving you're not and speeding. Rationally, you know, it's it's. I get why you would loot though. When I'm speeding with people around me, I'm not thinking I'm breaking the law right now. I'm just <laughs> speeding with people around me. <laughs> See, like I get why they would loot because a lot of people are in bad situations and you see an opportunity. You know, it's kind of like like yeah. stealing the steal bread from the also, rich. Also, these guys the just poor. stole a bunch of TVs. And now yeah. they're at home, just fully loaded. So I get I that, it. but they knew it was illegal. They can't say they didn't think it was illegal, but I get why they would do it. Exactly. Even if it was illegal. So, uh, the very same neighborhoods that had been neglected were the ones seizing the opportunity to feel as though they were the ones on top, even if it was just for a moment. Um, I got to say, that was a quote. That's not an original line. I took that from one of the guys in the documentary. Um, I wish I was that poetic. Plagiarism. Uh, So the media painted these criminals based on their race, but it was not their color so much as their social class. I mean, it wasn't because they were black. It was because they were poor. I mean, that's kind of obvious, though. Why would the rich people loot? It would be the poor people that would loot. Yeah, and one guy was like, we weren't stealing... Uh, The blacks weren't stealing from the whites, or the blacks weren't stealing from the Latinos, or Latinos weren't stealing from this... It was poor people trying to get uh, at the rich people, but they weren't stealing from the rich either. They were stealing the richest people's stuff, like the stuff they could buy. But yeah, so it was a it was a workaround. Like they wanted to get back at them, but they didn't want to get at them. Uh, so when the police failed to maintain order, firefighters are often roped in because yes, fires. There were a lot of fires. Um, buildings were burning, dumpsters were burning, cars were burning. After looters had taken what they wanted, they burned down the stores. That's probably the roughest part. Dude, imagine, like, a lot of these shop owners might just be random people, too. Or, like, the normal saddest people. example, or you know the person. Yeah. Dude. Like, my guy Sly. Or like, Style. I don't know. Like, my parents own a gas station. Like, I'm imagining that, like, they wouldn't be shooting a gun. They'd stand there sadly. Yeah. Just That's so, uh, sad. I don't know. Your mom might start yelling at them. Oh, yeah. No, she's not scared. She'll start yelling. But, like, she's not doing anything. That that woman's, like, 4'11". Yeah. Uh, so, eventually, it just became a spectacle. People were just outside watching fires. They weren't looting or anything. They were just staring at fires. <laughs> uh, firefighters were driving masks past people who were like asking them to stop like we need your help because they had orders to only respond to the big fires so, yeah i mean you gotta do the fire, best you can keep going uh small mom and pop shop i gotta keep going to the supermarket dude yeah uh eventually the sun did come up uh it became clear that new york was a city in desperate foundational trouble like this doesn't just happen i mean they already had a fire i mean lights out for a couple hours 
12 years so, ago. So they're saying like it's an economic issue. Like there's definitely some problems here with the government and everything. Um, so the streets were filled with paper and torn down window bars. Uh, the looting may have been fun, but those citizens only ended up hurting themselves and they hurt their communities. Where could they go for groceries and clothes now? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Now what? Like the aftermath. Those kids are walking back. Those kids are going to go back to slides and it's like, Hey, I need uh, help doing my taxes. Like, Oh, my bad. You stole a computer that I was using (laughs) to help you with. Well, uh, some shop owners were even questioning if they even wanted to open up their shops in the neighborhood that had just robbed and burned down their store. That's a valid point. Yeah. A lot of them did end up moving away. Like, no, I can't trust these people. Uh, it took some neighborhoods 15 years to recover, and some just never did reopen. They just never recovered. I will say about Slice, uh, he, ca- he called all those boys down. Because, like, afterwards, they all showed up to see Sly and his wife. They stayed there all night. After they kicked everyone out, they closed. They barricaded themselves with their car and just stayed inside. Um, but like the next couple of days he called everyone over and he was like, everyone has in the people that looted. Yeah. Everyone he recognized, he called him over and he's like, I know it was you guys. And that was it. He was, he never, he never said, she said that her husband never got mad or was never angry with them. He was just disappointed with them. Dude. And that's, that's always even, the worst. That's even more sad. Yeah. That's even worse, dude. She said no, but I was mad. <laughs> I was very mad. I mean, I, I guess he couldn't do anything at that point anyway. Like, yeah. what's he gonna do? Like, I know you. I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, what's that gonna do? Like, what? He I think he handled it the best way. Yeah. But that's so. Uh, sad. She said that they really never bounced back from that. Like the store was never what it used to be. Oh, they're probably like older now, right? They didn't interview Sly, so I think he passed away. Oh but, man. Yeah, she was older. Um, so, so she was in there. She was interviewed. Yeah, they interviewed a lot of people cool, from the actual event. Cool. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Uh, so Con Ed, uh, they admitted that they were not prepared for the situation, and they knew they should have. Uh, here are some statistics: uh, thirty-one hundred seventy-six people were arrested. Uh, One hundred thirty-two police officers were injured. Uh, 1,576 businesses were either looted or torched, and there were over a 1,000 major fires. This, Johnny, is the worst that could happen within a couple minutes. Apparently, the guy just had to flip a couple switches, but you have to do it within a couple minutes, and he, yeah. he just never did. Dang. So, either he didn't know, or he was waiting to see, like, get a, a good answer on what to do, but... um. There was also another blackout in 2003, and I watched a news clip of it. I, I don't have it written down, so this is all off the cuff. But uh, a lot of the same things were happening. People got stuck in the trains. Um, and it was a bigger problem because it was trains. It wasn't just subways. So people who commute in, they got oh. stuck in New York for like 15 hours. They ended up sleeping at the post office. Wow. Yeah. The post office became like a little mini hotel for them. Some of them, like, they didn't go home for 15 hours after they just worked a whole day. Yeah. Um, but apparently people were helping each other, and then eventually it was like people were not helping each other. I mean, of course, like, people only help so much to some extent. Like, But it never got that bad. 
because they had yeah. more police officers. And I think it happened. A majority of it was during the day. Mm. So it's not like they could have done anything too bad. Right. So, yeah. Crazy yeah. time. It was also 15 hours instead of 25. Yours was a lot better than mine. Dude, watch. I honestly think you should watch documentary. It's a PBS documentary, so you know it's well made. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, dude. It was uh, it was quite the adventure, especially when you watch like they have a lot of archive footage of it. It's like, whoa, oh, wow. that's a different time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a definitely, definitely an interesting story. I had never heard of it. Yeah. So every time I looked up Con Edison to try and find it, it was like they're still a company, and they were like. You want to report a power outage? Because every time you did Con uh, Edison outage, it was right. a company asking you if you needed to report an outage. Oh, so, trying to cover it up. Trying to cover it up. Bought all the search results. But I eventually found that uh, that documentary. So that was a big help. So basically, be nice to your neighbors, even in times of trouble. And don't, give don't juice. drink juice. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> This was a heavier episode than I was expecting on both yeah, our parts. It was sad. Uh, I promise next week will be a fun episode. I'll, yeah. I'll make it my we'll, number one plan. We'll, we'll both make sure to pick funnier and happier stories. Yeah. But this was an interesting episode. Dude, I I think the coolest part about my story was definitely like you got to see what would happen if you would just cut the power in an urban city. Yeah. But it was, it was like a bunch of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Of chaos. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like the political aspects, uh, how the government was, you know, they really jipped their people and then the people just jipped back. Is jip a word? Yeah, probably. Jigged? Jigged. See, I, I liked, not liked, but that was interesting how morals and values in certain situations are thrown out the window. Yeah. It's something like. Everyone kind of knows, but like to hear a story about it actually happening, yeah, is crazy. I figured you would, you would relate to it when because uh, your parents own the store, like we said. Yeah, um, there were some similarities to uh, those store owners in California. The riots, you familiar with that? Uh, that sounds familiar, but I yeah, but can't it was different because like all these Asian Americans were climbing on their roofs with guns, <laughs> like you're not touching our stores. So that was different. This unfortunately didn't have that cool, cool story. Yeah, people. It was just the sadness of people losing their livelihoods in a matter of thirty minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Thirty minutes, and your life is ruined because the power went out. The guys, like the Con Edison people that they interviewed too, they were like, "Yeah, if anything, like anything could have gone slightly different in any set that led up to this." And it wouldn't have been a huge problem. So, like, if the electricity wouldn't have hit that power line, if we would have turned off those switches quicker, if we would have done that, like, any of those could have been different and it would have been fine. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and Hindsight's always twenty. Anyway, as one of my friends always says, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all be having a good time. That's a good quote, dude. Right? Put that I put that in the description for the episode. I'm going to name drop. Andre Guidry says that all the Andre time. Andre Guidry. But, yeah, it. you know, looking back, it's like, of course, there's things that could have been done to prevent it. Like car accidents. People always mm-hmm. think, like, if I would have not been two minutes late, I would have been, like, but yeah. I mean. But, I mean, then you, you get into, do? like, 
circumstantial luck and stuff, which is yeah. a different political, philo- not a political philosophy, but actual traditional philosophy. Well, that'll be another episode too. Yeah, another episode. We gotta do son, son of Sam. Son of Sam. We gotta do uh, another Cena episode or something, if I remember correctly. Oh no, it was Limp Biscuit. We gotta do Limp, Limp Biscuit, Biscuit when Biscuit comes out. We'll make a list. Uh, but anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.